0: Let's go to another call. This is the Party Line. Good morning.
1: Good morning. Uh, I've been focusing with students on service and learning projects for about 10 years uh, out in the San Francisco area. Okay. And with uh, a cross country, actually, to the directors in Princeton. And <clears throat> there's a subject that, that I'd like to see further than that is the subject of the knowledge of bioaccumulation of toxins in consumer products. Mm -hmm. And we've talked with people in Silicon Valley and life sciences and biotechnology, and we want to see where we can bring this forward and bring ideas forward so that we can actually focus on the regulations of toxins in food products specifically that are at a level that don't account for the contamination of products below the regulation levels in which are known to bioaccumulate in humans, building up over years, 10, 20, 30, even 50 years to a point of triggering disease, including cancer. How is it thought that this can be promoted so that people are conscious of it, so that they can promote industry to actually develop in life sciences and biotechnology products without
0: these cancer-causing toxic substances. well that's a uh, listen appreciate you bringing that up another call from California this morning uh, I would say that that is a, that is beyond the job description of most of my listeners and certainly uh, above the Colonel's uh, concept level uh, I think that the uh, the avenue of approach should be the Center for Disease Control and uh, the organizations such as that, where they've got the scientists to deal with this, and then they need to come forth with the studies, the research, and, and put, put a heavy push on the American public to understand this. But, you know, in a, in a day and time when we've got this pushback on environmental regulations, it is just human nature for us to poo-poo these kind of ideas. And what he's talking about is the buildup of, of uh, toxins, over a period of time at such levels that are are acceptable today, but the cumulative effect would be dangerous. Now, let me give you a quick example. Uh, I got a notice from AT&T that I needed to change phones. My my phone was being discontinued, this particular 2G service. And uh, so I went into AT&T last week and uh, had to do it because... I had to do it before the first of the year, and I've got to have a cell phone. But here's what I told the, the guy at at and I said, I'm a simple guy. I don't walk around all the time with my head focused on a, on a cell phone. And I said, as far as I'm concerned, these people who do, they're missing the boat. They're uh, ruining this country, help, help ruining this country. Uh, and so I said, A simple, uh, simple phone because I'm going to keep it turned off most of the time, except when I need to make phone calls. Then I'm reading the instructions this morning, and I see in there there's some passages in the uh, warnings about uh, the uh, effect of RF radiation on the uh, human body, uh, and which tells me that, that there there could be some long-range uh, health problems there uh, from people. that radio, that's a radio frequency that a phone has to send out a signal that's strong enough to go to a tower, a cell tower maybe 10 miles away and obviously it's going to penetrate your brain it's going to be, be a low level uh, RF radio frequency uh, exposure to yourself and who knows what the long range cumulative effect of, of this will these people who keep it up to their ear all the time and and keep it on all the time. So interesting point of view from a caller from California. Let's go to another call on the watch line. This is Party Line. Good morning. Uh,
1: yes, Colonel. I uh, just wanted to touch base on uh, what that gentleman uh, spoke about a little bit ago on the veterans issue of the PTSD.